guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. 513, baby. All right, here's a rundown of the topics I'll be discussing today. We don't have to wait till June. ESPN has moved up the last dance thanks to the pandemic. It'll be this Sunday night. It's the Chicago Bulls and their dynasty of the 90s and Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I'm so excited to watch this. When I heard about it in November, I could not wait. All right, Andy Dalton says there's a scenario where he envisions himself as a Bengal next year. And Duke Tobin had a press conference with the media on Thursday. All right, as you see, I'm wearing the greatest basketball player ever, Michael Jordan's jersey. I'm going to play this video for you. This video gives me goosebumps when I listen to it or watch it. I hope it does the same for you. Check it out. see it on the camera or not, but that, they were the first team for me, they were like rock stars, they were the first ones to do an entrance like that, it was so awesome to watch this team when I was in, like, the 90s, I went from my teens all the way to my 20s, and they were the most dominant team in all of sports at, in that time period, they, like I said, they were rock stars, it was so much fun watching them because... Cincinnati, we don't have a professional basketball team. Back then, I we said well, we had cable and we had uh, WGN, and they showed almost all the Bulls games. So it was just like my own hometown team. I could watch them. I never got to go to a game, but I could watch them all the time. And just the excitement of that team and the craziness and that last season, which is mostly what this documentary is going to be about. I still remember when I found out that this was going to be Phil Jackson's last year as the Bulls coach. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, 
you got a great team, great thing going. I mean, Jordan already retired, and they came back, and he won three more. Why would you end this? And Michael Jordan said he's not playing for anybody else other than Phil Jackson. So you knew it was over. I mean, it was so cool and so frustrating at the same time. Because I still wonder, the two years he was gone, or the year and a half he was gone, and Houston won it, could they have won eight in a row? I mean, because the first three-peat, they had the best team in, in basketball. The second three-peat, they had the best team in basketball. I think they could have beat Houston, but we'll never know. I mean, when Jordan hit the shot to win the last game against the Jazz, shot Lever Russell, yeah, it might have been a push-off. Either way, he's Jordan. I was like, that's a perfect way to end it. All right, I don't ever want to see him. In another uniform again, I want that to be the last image I see of him playing basketball. Then he got talked into playing for the Wizards, but we like to just forget about that. But I hope you guys are excited as I am. I just... In Cincinnati, like, the Bengals were terrible in the 90s. The Reds were good in the first half. UC basketball was good, but we... Couldn't I mean wait to final four made to lead eight in the early nineties. But this last one, the last three peat, you know, unfortunately the Bearcats couldn't get out of the second round. That's when all this started. And the Reds weren't very good and the Bengals weren't very good. So the Bulls were my team that was good and I could root for a winning team and and just knowing that that was it. I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a team come together at the beginning of the year. And it's that good, and you know it's over after that. So that's it. So this is a very unique situation that the Bulls were in. There was a ton of pressure on them to win again. Because if they didn't, it was over. E- either way they went, win, lose, whatever, it was over. So this I, this documentary is going to be really cool. And I find it interesting. It's, they, they got access in 97-98 season. But they're not just now coming out with a documentary. So, how long did they have this planned? Or did they plan it for something else and it just took this long to talk Michael Jordan into doing it? Because since Jordan retired, you haven't heard that much from him. And you know Jordan has got to be in control of what is said and how it's said about him. Because I'm assuming they're going to go into the betting allegations and... The fights between him and Reinsdorf and, you know, all the inside details that we've all wondered about over the past 20 years. And as to why did it have to end then? Why? They could have won two more at least, maybe. But we'll never know. But this is going to be really cool, and I'm very, very excited to watch it. So remember, uh, they're doing the first two episodes Sunday night. Um uh, the first one's 9 o'clock, second one's 10 o'clock. I got them all set to record. And you can also watch um, it on the ESPN app. If you don't want to watch the the um, commercials or anything like that, and I think somebody told me it might be the unedited version, so there might be some extra footage. I don't know. I'll probably go watch it on the app just to see that. All right, let's get into some Bengals talk here. Uh, this is from uh, CBS Sports about Andy Dalton and his future. Is he going to get traded? Is he going to stay at the Bengals? Well, Andy Dalton has come to grips with the fact that he may be back in Cincinnati for twenty twenty for the twenty twenty season, despite the Bengals 
trying to help him out. The Bengals are going to draft Joe Burrow, and that's going to be Andy Dalton's replacement. Now, like I said, the Bengals have tried to help out Andy Dalton and find a trade partner. But given the current quarterback market, he's still a Bengal. Like I said, it dried up quick. My opinion, I've said this before on past shows, I really believe Indianapolis made a huge mistake by taking Phillip Rivers and not trying to get Andy Dalton. Phillip Rivers, in my opinion, I could be wrong, just, just my opinion, the way he looked last year, I think he's done. <laughs> his mind is still there, but his body's not. So Indianapolis, they are built to win right now. I mean, so that's where I think if they could have got Andy Dalton and the pieces they have, you know, that would have been a better fit than Phillip Rivers. Now, maybe they didn't want to give up draft picks and stuff to try to get Andy. I don't know. I mean, Andy's younger. <laughs> he's, you know, he's more, he's healthier. So that's my opinion where I think Indianapolis messed up. And I think that was the best spot for uh, Andy Dalton to go to. The other spot I think was good for Andy to go to was Chicago. Because they, again, another team that's built to win. And Andy, if you surround him with players, he can win you a Super Bowl. I mean, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. I mean, Flacco won a Super Bowl. I mean, you don't have to, I mean, to win one Super Bowl, you don't have to have a great quarterback. Now, now I, hear, I hear all of you. Then why don't we just keep him? Why do why we have to draft Joe Burrow? Because they won one. If you get a guy like Joe Burrow, you can win more than one. And keep going. So there's a difference between Andy Dalton, who's a very serviceable and very good quarterback if he has everybody around you. There's a difference between that and Joe Burrow, who potentially could be a game changer, Pro Bowl, you know, all-world quarterback. Could be. I don't know. I hope so. But that's the chance you take, and that's the reason you draft Joe Burrow, and I've said that a million times. Okay. Here's some uh, more from that story from CBS. This is from Andy. I true, truly believe they want what's best for me. I understand it's business, and you know how that goes. Dalton re- recently told NFL.com Michael Silver, with the number one pick, if they take a quarterback like everyone expects, this could trigger something. Now, my mind, the only landing spot left, I think, for Dalton is New England. I think the Patriots still want Andy Dalton. I think he could fit very well in their system, and Belichick could win with him, and Belichick could prove that he doesn't need Tom Brady to to win. So, But I do think that New England is cheap, and they're trying to see if the Bengals are going to cut him. So, when the Bengals draft Joe Burrow next Thursday, this could trigger New England saying, all right, we gotta go get Dalton and different, you know, different. People talk about all kinds of different trade scenarios and trading up and trading down and different things you can do. And New England always trades down. They always trade down, so they can give up some uh, some pick instead of trading down. They can give up, you know, a second, third round pick and get Dalton, possibly. But that's just me talking. The other one, it still could be, but I don't. A spot is San Diego. I. Now, it just depends on the draft. If they draft Tua or they draft Herbert, then no. That's why I personally think New England's the better chance because I don't think they're going to get Tua or Herbert or any of these 
uh, really good quarterback. It might get the kid out of Utah State, depending on if he drops. But see, this is the fun stuff about the draft. Well, this could happen, that could happen. You know, this is what everybody likes about the draft. Hopefully, next week I'm going to do a full uh, draft, and it could be one of my shows. All right, Duke Tobin. He met with the uh, press yesterday, and Duke Tobin vowed not to break any news during his Thursday press conference on his Anderson Township porch. He did a virtual tour, you know, saying, hey, this is what it's going to look like. Tobin called it Draft East. He was surrounded by three monitors. To the left of Tobin is a screen where the draft picks are listed in real time. It was funny, one of the... uh, Guys doing you know, the asking the questions wanted Tobin to turn it on so we could see who their list of draft picks are, but he said no. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see here. In the middle is a screen where he's connected to the other two draft hubs belonging to Bengals president Mike Brown and head coach Zach Taylor. In the corner, now this is how they're gonna try to keep it all everybody from cheating. <laughs> In the corner is a light pole with a camera on it. That's courtesy of Big Brother. Nope, <laughs> not the TV show. You know, I really like that TV show. It's the NFL looking in on me, Tobin said. It's not very big, but he's talking about this. He's talking about his front porch and his draft room. He says it's not very big, but it's a kind of, it's a kind of scout's dream. You can draft all by yourself. Now, from what he said, they're going to be in constant... Communication between him, Mike Brown, Zach Taylor, and uh, obviously the NFL. He was asked if he's nervous about you know getting hacked, and <laughs> he said yes. But I mean, he goes, "I'm nervous about everything." You know, he goes, "It's my nature to worry about stuff, so I worry about everything." So yeah, he's worried about it, but he didn't think it was going to happen. This is about as close of an answer that you're going to get to the Bengals saying yes or no if they're going to draft Burrow. Like Zach Taylor said on the Dan Patrick show earlier this week, it's a it's not an NFL thing, it's a Bengals thing. They've just decided not to tell anybody, to keep it to themselves. Like I said, I personally think they're having fun with the media and they're having fun, you know, toying with them and stuff like that. I've said all along they're going to draft Joe Burrow. But here, this is what Tobin said. Okay, Tobin didn't say that Burrow will be a Bengal in a week. But he did offer that Burrow loves the grind. And that's exactly what we want in a franchise quarterback for the Bengals. Okay. If that doesn't tell you that they're going to draft him, and from what Zach Taylor said this past week on the Dan Patrick show, no, they didn't come out and say it. But they're going to draft Joe Burrow. I mean, you can... Uh, everyone was reading between the lines of what Joe Burrow was saying, you know, at the scouting combine and all the and, and, and at the Super Bowl. Like, well, I don't know if he wants to come to Cincinnati where they're making stuff up. I don't think I'm making anything up here. I'm reading what they said. And to me, it sounds like they're drafting Joe Burrow. But that's just my opinion. We'll find out next Thursday. But I am pretty sure we all will be buying number nine, maybe number 10 jerseys. Because if you remember... Uh, in high school, he was number 10. At Ohio State, he was number 10. At LSU, he was number 9. So, it's either going to be 9 or 10, I think. But, we'll find out. And it doesn't really matter to me as long as it's orange and black and it says Bengals on it. That's all I care about. He can wear zero for all I care. <laughs> all right, I got some uh, Facebook groups here that I help run that I always 
like to uh, invite you guys to join. I uh, have Bengals Nation, Reds Country, and Bearcat Country. And as always, I am. This is a YouTube show, and I have thoroughly enjoyed all the comments you guys made. I love talking to you guys. I like hearing what you like about the show, what you don't like about it. You know, it's great. I am up to 377 subscribers. Let's get to 400 as fast as we can. Hopefully, by middle of next week, that would be awesome. If you're listening to me on the podcast, and it's Apple Podcasts, do me a favor, give me a five-star review. And if it's on Beanpot, uh, Spotify, any of the other ones, make sure you like and subscribe to it so it'll pop up on your phone and you listen to me every day. This is a Monday through Friday show. Now, today is Friday. And if you're new to the show or this is the first time watching, every Friday, except last Friday I didn't because I had an interview with Terry Nelson, so that took up most of my time. But most every Friday, I do a Zeke of the Week. Now, Zeke of the Week is somebody who has done something silly or irritates you or, you know, stuff like that. So, it's my show, so I get to pick it. Now, you guys blew up my show, loved my show when I went off on Stephen A. Smith. When he made that ridiculous rant about how Detroit would be a better spot to for a quarterback than the Bengals. I have no idea why he thinks that. I mean, Mel Kiper came to our defense and basically said he was an idiot, which is what we all said. But I'm not calling him an idiot. Stephen A., you are my Zeke of the Week. All right, guys. Like, subscribe, share. Tell all your friends about me. That's just sports, baby. See you guys. Have a great weekend.